Here at She's in the Game, we acknowledge that this episode is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people listening with us today. Hey guys, welcome back to She's in the Game. Today we've got a very special guest. Taylor Jade Valamanik, the Bendigo Bullet or the Don, joins the potty today all the way from Melbourne as she continues her preparation before she jets off to the UK in the coming weeks. And having burst onto the international cricket scene as the friendly low ponytail girl when she crossed the line, then bowls rapid and has some good stairs to go with it. Taylor has enjoyed World Cup titles. She has won Ashes series and many more to go with it, but had her fair share of challenges. She's someone the Australian team considers their X factor, but also an integral part of their bowling group. Having played 18 games for Australia, represented Victoria, Melbourne Renegades, Hobart Hurricanes, we welcome good friend of the show, Taylor Vlamick. Welcome. Gals, thanks for having me. That was an elite intro. I was, I was nervous. I was like, all could be looking around. <laughs> Didn't I stitch you up too much? No, that was good. That was good. A couple of stitch-ups like that. The low pro is fair, fair play. That's okay. We'll, we'll still rocking the low po to this day. Yeah, we'll touch on it a bit if it later. Broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah. That? That's a good call. Uh, what have you been up to today? Not much today, actually. Got the day off, which is mm-hmm. rarity. Nice. Like rarity. Like I love it up until about midday, and then it's like, okay, and now what? Yeah, yeah. Pacing around, like, uh, did you go for your morning? Kill the day. Morning coffee, main I character did. kind of walk. I did. I love main that. character vibes at Hobart. We love it's that. Great. Yeah. Let's um let's start off. So the Bendigo Bullet, where did that come about? And for the listeners, can you explain where it is and how growing up in Bendigo was like? It's a weird, it's a really okay, this is like a classic injured <laughs> on the sidelines story for you to start off the pod. But um Pete Clark, the psychologist, we yeah. were literally sitting watching like an ODI game one day, and like obviously that's a very long time, and we had covered every topic possible. And then we got to the topic of like get the girls' nicknames in the team. Yeah, we're basically yeah. just like rolling through being like everyone's just so boring because they're all like just name related like yeah you just moods. add a y on the like, end it's just like you add something to the end it's like how boring and so then he was and then i was like agreeing with him whatever and then he's like getting into me because mine's tay which has almost worked like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally like my name basically and then he literally just came up with bending a bullet and then so just good. proceeded for the rest of the tour to like bribe people into putting him into media things <laughs> and then like until eventually they got it so now no one in the team calls me that except like the media just uses yeah. it all the time so it's like just not worked at all as a nickname but like yeah. just randomly appears in here and there that's so um, good yeah but Bendigo like um so it's like two hours from Melbourne um I loved growing up there um and I'm still really good mates with like all my friends back there now I still like I'll probably go back there like once every second week kind of at this point um it's just so nice. Like it's still like it's still a big place, but it's just so much quieter. Like you can get everywhere in ten minutes, but you still kind of got you know all your cafes and restaurants, and uh, there's still a bit to do. It's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. going middle of nowhere. Um, I feel but, like that's how, yeah, how it's it. like when I go <laughs> wing it. <laughs> it's like, the middle right, of nowhere. It's quiet, but there's still a bit going on. That's cool. Yeah, it, it's weird. it's like just like you feel like you can just slow down a bit. Um, yeah, and I really love it there. So my family still lives there as well, which is nice. Yeah, don't you have uh, nets in your backyard? Do I remember? <laughs> no. Well, I you, swear. We did. You used to have one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get stuff about that all the time. The girls as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to say it. In the really? backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Run up. 
Uh, no, so it was actually a controversial run-up. Like, thinking about it now, I don't know how I survived because it was literally <laughs> concrete. Like, not even, yeah, Jeez. like, not even, um, like, oh, I don't know how my feet, like, it's, oh. like, literally, it was, like, concrete without the, like, tennis court concrete base, but yeah. without the actual syntho grass over the top. So, oh, literally no. just concrete. And I would yeah. just run. But it only, so it was only, like, maybe seven, eight metres long, the concrete. Yeah. And then... Like it went into the synthetic, obviously, but then the other end of the run up was like uneven grass. So you come off the uneven grass onto the rock hard concrete and then like just let them go. Any stacks, any face plants at any points, miss the concrete. Oh, I, don't know, I don't know about stacks, but like, you know, the feeling of like, well, I feel like I'm still quite, I'm quite erratic at times. It was horrific. Like, I'm talking like a genuine zero idea where they were going. My brother, like, I honestly, hats off to him because. Bloke deserves a medal for facing that. Like, honestly, it was zero idea. The, like, no light. Like, it'd be dark hours. I'd be running yeah, like a red ball. No idea where it's going. But, yeah, well, like, it was good fun. Oh, that's so good. Was he padded up to the to the rafters? Or did he have the chest the chest guard, the ribs, the bloody, um, what are they called, the elbow guard? The elbow guard. No, nah, the thing is, is, like, I'm picturing myself, like, running in a bowling that quick. It literally would have been going, like, 70k probably yeah. another thing <laughs> off the shelf thing is like literally literally it's like he's an opening bat he's actually quite good he's over in england playing at the moment actually oh really? um, yeah just playing for like a club team over there yeah, cool so like he'd just like harass me to bowl to him after school and then i like finally by the time we'd finished our other like sports training and stuff I'd get home and be like five o'clock right then you're out in the backyard i bowled for an hour and then all of a sudden it's pitch black. He's like, oh, well, that was fun. I'm like, yeah, no worries. I'll have hit next week then. Like, no stress. So I literally to like this a day blame him for like, Yeah. So I like still blame him like every time like he takes a piss out of my batting or something. I'm like, well, your it's fault. your fault. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. Now, speaking literally. in terms of sport as a kid, you rolled around in a few different sports. Was there a point you had to choose and, and did one naturally become a favourite? It sounds like cricket was because you had a net in the backyard. Yeah, I like – I was just a huge fan of sport growing up I would say um I'd played pretty much everything like basketball I did like squad swimming for a while um little ass I was like oh nah I loved little ass but only like specific parts of it. <laughs> I loved the high jump I loved the 100 meter print but give me the 1500 or the walk like not mm. interested yeah, so I used to like strategically rock up late on those like <laughs> rotations and just be like, ah, oh, I'd love to just start on the 100 meter sprint, I guess. Like, Damn. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, yeah, but then like got quite into my soccer. Um, and like had I had twin cousins my age growing up, and they were like really into their soccer, and their dad, my, my uncle, was the coach. Um, and so like I played with them like all through, like I would have started when I was probably eight or nine and probably played with that team up until like under 16s under 17s um and absolutely loved it um and that was kind of like where I wanted to go with sport like was to like try and make it in soccer um and then unfortunately my knees decided that probably wasn't Mm. the case um and then like just all growing up obviously like my brother I loved cricket um I just used to bowl to him in the backyard all the time and just didn't even really like I just never actually considered that I could probably play to be fair like I just like would bowl yeah, and like I'd go to like you know like barbecues and all that kind of yeah. stuff, or like and even dominate like in PE and that, and like none of the other girls could bowl, and like yeah. so I didn't really consider that it was like abnormal. Do you know what I mean? Like I was just yeah. was like, oh, this is like I don't know, like whatever. What do you mean? Like kind of thing. Um, 
And then, yeah, so, like, my brother, he, like, I said before, he was an opening bat, and he used to have this batting coach. And I used to, like, so he used to bat at, like, 7.30 a.m., like, before school sometimes. And I'd obviously get up early and go because, like, why wouldn't you? Like, like, seriously. (laughs) So I'd just stand around and watch at the back of the net. No, you wouldn't. yeah, and then I'd like slowly like progress over to the other net and just start rolling my arm over. I just like was that the goal the coach. To, to rock up and bowl or yeah, I was desperate. I was like, yeah, I just okay. want to bowl to him. Like, just want to bowl to him. <laughs> so I just like gradually warm the arm over, like start rolling over in the net next door or whatever. And then he'd always give me like a pity two balls at the end, like that was oh, it. Because I wasn't good enough for it to like make it worth <laughs> it, right? Like, if I'd have bowled at him, it would have been the waste of a session. No, um, no, I was bad. Yeah, and then they need, and then they needed like a girl to fill in one time. So I was like, oh, I'll play. Yeah. Um, and then got like a big trial from there. And so basically, like to then I rocked up to Vic, and the girls were like, oh, like, who do you play for? And I'm like, well, yeah, no one actually. <laughs> like, in the backyard. Yeah, literally. So I just convinced uh, my brother James to let me play in his team, which took a while, but um, yeah, that's kind of how it all started. Far out. So you basically. Yeah. So you went from bowling in the backyard into like the Vic pathway. Is that sort of? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But then it worked out very well for me because um, I got kind of like a year or two in the pathway system and then did my knee like at like uh, the first preseason soccer training, like one season, like when I was probably year 11, I reckon. Yeah. And then got back in time for the next year of trials for Vic stuff for the um, cricket and then like did it again a couple of couple of weeks later or whatever but then by the time I was back again it was cricket season again yeah and then they were kind of like we want to pick you up but with the proviso you can't stop playing soccer and I was like yeah no worries that's that's fine and then just like never went back to it yeah do you miss it I don't know like I don't think I really thought about it that much to be honest like I think my sister plays like yeah does the same thing that I used to do um and so like recently going and like watching her play and stuff I like I'll sometimes be watching thinking like he's up like we shall like yeah, I'd run around like, rings like, around yeah, you yeah literally, literally. <laughs> I'm like oh like that would be fun like oh, I wish I, I wonder how I would have gone with that kind of thing but um yeah I think like it just never yeah I just never went back to it and yeah I think just like cricket got like pretty hectic in the meantime so I just never really had time to think about it at first I feel like that's a similar story to most of us when we're growing up playing cricket. It always just becomes a point where, yeah, cricket just becomes a bit it's too just much. It. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah. well, I can't just drive to both training sessions and yeah, literally. And it naturally sort of chooses your path. But um, you're a self-proclaimed nerd and enjoyed mm. school a lot. Um, how'd the balance between study and sport benefit you? Yeah, I love school. I was like, I was such a nerd. Like, oh, <laughs> it's actually like embarrassing to think about now. Like, I used to be like one of those kids that would go to the library after school and like just like yeah, literally, and just like doing homework there. Yeah, I know, ridiculous. Okay, actually ridiculous. Oh, you? Um, no, that's a flex. That's oh, such a flex. See, maybe. I went to the library because I had to wait for cricket training, not because I wanted to be there. <laughs> so it's yeah, well, let's just say that's what happened to me too. Um. <laughs> No, but it actually was really, it was probably like a really good thing for me, especially like year 11 and 12. Um, like they were kind of the two years I went through um, like rehab for my like knee recos and stuff. So I kind of had two years out of like sport at that age. So um, it actually was really helpful because like in a weird way, it kind of like got my competitive fix. Like mm. cause I was just always trying to be like, or get better or like do better. <sighs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, so I was, much. Yeah. Like I was someone who like, if I'd 
didn't get 100% on, my, on like an exam or a test or something, it'd be like, if I got like 97 or 8, I'd be like, what did I do? Like that kind of thing. But like, I think because I didn't have the sport outlet as well, it made it like, yeah. that was it. Like I was like so focused on it. And <laughs> so it was probably a good thing in the end, like um, that I could focus on school a little bit more and then get back into cricket and sport and stuff once that kind of died down. What was your forte? Like what was your best subject? Uh, PA was my best. Yeah, okay. Um, and then, like, I loved all the theory and stuff behind that. Um, but then I was, like, a science, like, science kid, like, bio, chem, <laughs> all that stuff. Science and maths. Yeah, like, <laughs> awful at English, like, awful. Like, could not spell to save myself, still can't. Um, and, like, history and all that, like, never could do that stuff. I was, yeah, science or nothing really. Oh, okay. That makes sense considering what yeah. you're doing now in terms of physio. So, We'll, uh, we'll speak about the, the physio side of things a, a little bit later and how it, it's kept you busy um, the last little bit. But let's go back to debut for the Vic Spirit, your domestic debut. And as you've mentioned a little bit, you've already overcome by this stage two ACL surgeries. Is it correct that the second one you were told to just continue playing a little bit on a partial tear? Yeah, that was bizarre actually. I kind of <laughs> like, well, I, I just come back from it, like rehabbing and stuff and um was actually bowling and it just like gave way on me at the crease like just like oh, collapsed that? underneath me at like a renegade scene was that no no that's when I did the other one yeah. oh okay no, different time <laughs> different time um no um, I was actually playing like with my brother in his club team just down at the local oval um and just like yeah collapsed on myself and I was like that felt weird and then like went to the physio and doctors and like got scans and stuff and it was like basically just like hanging on and like hadn't healed like it healed like in a real weird way so it was kind of just like it wasn't there but it was like hanging on kind of thing um and they were basically like you can just strengthen up your quads which really <laughs> like, no my quads like I wasn't going to survive with no ACL like, if I only had Wolfie's quads like, literally literally um so yeah I like got through I think it was actually the year we won in under 18 um, yeah which was good but um, yeah, got through and then got it sorted after that. And having two ACLs at a young age, then eventually making it into the Vic Spirit squad to debut, did it feel a bit um, sort of like the hard work in those rehabs had paid off as soon as you sort of got that Vic Spirit cap? Yeah, it was cool. I still remember that. It was, that was a really cool day actually. Um, we played ACT at um, Blacktown, not Blacktown, at um, Monica. Oh. And like me, Wolf, Nicole Fulton, yeah, the three of us all debuted together. Um, oh, so there's nice. like photos of us all without cats. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah, you guys so it was a really cool day. I was going to say, you guys would have grown up playing a lot of pathway stuff together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so I first, like, I met Wolf like in under 15s, I reckon. Yeah. Um, and that was like, yeah, and Fultz was, or Fultz was a little bit younger. So she sort of joined in in the under 18 stuff. But um, yeah, and then we'd obviously like, all got into the Vic's um Vic pathway at the same time. So that was really cool to all debut together. Um yeah, I actually can't really remember what happened in the game. It was kind of weird. But um Was I there? Yeah. I can't I don't remember. Hey. I was, I was like, probably injured. I had a bit of time yeah, off as well. Maybe. <laughs> I, feel maybe. Like... I don't know. I, I remember being in Monica, it was like a day nighter. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that's all I really remember. But it was a good day. It was fun. <laughs> Got a cap. I got my hat off. Yeah, I got my cap off Molly, um, Molly Strano, which is cool. Oh, that's um, so nice. Yeah, bless her. Which was really nice. 
So your debut for the Vic Spirit um, in 2017-18 season then led to a Renegades contract, but you missed that year with a shoulder injury, but then you returned to the Tour of South Africa with the Australian under-19s team. First taste in the Aussie Collars, how did it go? And talk us through that final game. Do you remember that game? Because I do. I do remember that game. Actually. <laughs> um, that was like, I still reckon like that South African tour was probably like one of, like we would be on the podium for like one of my favourite tours I've been really? on. I reckon. Yeah, it was so, so fun. FOMO. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, nah, it was like, I don't know why it was so, like, I went over there knowing probably three of the big girls. Um, and that was kind of it. And then like come back, like literally like such good mates with everyone. I think it was almost like like the way we were, the tour kind of run, we were almost like in isolation, obviously, because it's quite dangerous over in South Africa. So it was like, it was basically like a COVID tour before like COVID happened. Uh-huh, true. But we thought it was great. Like we literally just like <laughs> locked ourselves in the physio room for like days and just, we just like, I don't know what we did, but it was just so much fun. Like we had the best time. Um, and like still like such good mates with like all those girls now, like Josie Dooley and like Ellie Falconer um obviously self and like there's so many girls um there and like yeah it's, like, it's just so good um, I feel like those those underage tours are always just so fun even when we had NPS like yeah growing oh, yeah. up and I don't know they're always just such a everyone's just on the like same bonding, level yeah. everyone's there to just have a good time and it just makes it such a good experience yeah yeah and then like on that final I just remember that, like the, the bit that sticks out to me so much is like how up and about Josie Dooley was. Something else. Oh, so we you, you can talk us through it, huh? Yeah, so we we were a team of under 19s, but we were like all like we had 15 year olds. Like Tay was our oldest and she was like fresh <laughs> 19. I was like 18. Yeah, 19 yeah. or something. Um, and pretty much we've gone into this final game against South Africa. We should have been playing England because they were a better side. And yeah. we made, we made like one, I reckon we made like 160 in a 50 over game, like absolutely had no chance. And Josie Dooley just walks out onto the field and he's like a revved up little <laughs> child. Little hothead. Yeah, legit. It was she, unbelievable. She just, she just went everyone. And then Tay almost like just Wait, went batting. Like, no, she was keeping, like she's already oh, batted. Right. Okay. Uh, no, she wasn't even keeping. She was fielding at mid off. Because oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah Fultz was keeping. He was like. She was like yelling at the South yeah. at their batters, right? Like, she's like, Who's yelling at them. Oh, no. <laughs> and because one of their girls had like not fielded because she must have been like a little bit injured or something. So she hadn't fielded, but then she'd come out to bat because you could play like 12 or 13. Uh, like, you'd have non batters and stuff. And Dawes was just roasting her, being like, Oh, you would like go, like, go sit back on the bench and just like go on off. And Treno, I remember Treno was captain at the time. Yeah. And Treno was like yelling at Dawes because Dawes was like next to me as I'm bowling, just like yelling at people. And then Treno's like yelling at Dawes to be quiet. So then Dawes is just like take her anger from the bat up to me. So she just like turned to me and she just start pumping me up. She'd be like, get him, Tay, get him, Tay. Like just like going off. And the whole squad's like, okay, up. I guess we're, we're, we're pumped up here. And then yeah. Tay runs in. Was it six for a seven for? It was a lot. It was oh, good. No. Damn. It was elite. Like fired up Tay was just like. If it wasn't a wicket, it was a death stare. A body shot? Or a, <laughs> like these these batters had no idea. And, yeah, like we, every wicket we celebrated, like we'd won the World Cup. And you, you did end Literally. up winning? We won, yeah. 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 And um, it was, yeah, it was pretty, that was the first time I reckon I saw Tay Vlamic run in and scare people, genuinely scare them. I don't know if you felt like you were scaring them, but I was scared for them. I don't know. 
it was like one of those days you know when just like you don't like think about anything it just kind of like happens like yeah god I wish that would happen more often (laughs) oh same trust me I don't know if it's happened since like what is that energy must cherish those moments yeah yeah exactly so uh (laughs) well by the sounds of it you must have had a pretty bloody good under 19s tournament because you then got your first call up onto the big stage which uh was a series against Pakistan where you made your ODI debut and following that a T20 world cup run us through that trip and receiving your caps yeah that was that was pretty special like I I still like it was the most out of the blue phone call for me ever. Like I remember like sitting um at like I reckon we played practice matches in, in Gold Coast. Oh um, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah it was like think... after MPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And I like genuinely just thought I was there because they had probably like what sixteen girls and contract <laughs> or fifteen or something. They needed like twenty two to play a game, like and they just needed some bowlers basically. So I'm just like running in like no care whatsoever, just thinking I'm a net bowler. And then I even remember sitting down on the Oval afterwards. I don't know if you remember this, Mato, but I remember Flegs, like, talking through, like, the selection process and stuff for, like, the tours. Yeah. And I just, like, remember not even looking or listening, <laughs> just, like, staring at the distance, being like, Looking I mean, at the tree. Yeah, literally, like, this is so irrelevant. <laughs> and then, yeah, I got in the cab. Like, Lucky you didn't give me any key and... information. Yeah, that was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was sure, and then I like got in the cab on the way home from the airport like that night and then yeah he called and told me I was in the squad and I was like I genuinely like didn't like I, I don't think I responded I just kind of like sat there and I was just like <laughs> what like but it was so cool and like to make my debut um, Pez presented my cap which yeah. was like really cool um and it was a really really nice speech she kind of like you know how everyone, um, or it's like quite common now for people to like do the um, letters from home and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like when you get a cap, like a note. She kind of started that um, with that cap prezzo um, and got like, because it was in Malaysia, like my parents yeah. weren't there. Um, oh, wasn't that like really yeah. hot, that tour? Yeah, my, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the way up. Yeah, it like <laughs> yeah, it was like leave your room and you're sweating type thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so she made, like, a real nice cat present on, like, mum and dad were on um, FaceTime, which was cool. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a really cool day. And I, yeah, yeah, one of my favourites for sure. And then off to a World Cup after that. How was that? Yeah, that was that was really cool. And that was, like, um, that was a really cool, world, like, first World Cup to be in as well because it was, like, over in the West Indies, obviously, which is pretty cool. But yeah. um, the girls had just come like that they hadn't won a world cup since they'd lost that world cup like since they yeah. lost the the one over in england um that was 2017 that was a bit of a turning point in turn of like yeah of like team culture the way they sort of went about it like it seemed yeah like there was a whole restart so i guess yeah to be a part of that must have been pretty special yeah it was cool because like so i kind of missed the whole like you know how they talk about like the meeting and all that kind of stuff mm. like i kind of missed all that and miss that preseason. You just get to rock up. And then, well, then, yeah, but, like, it was a pretty cool, like, it was pretty cool to see, like, like how genuinely, like, invested they, like, they wanted to win so bad. Mm. Um, like, I only played kind of, like, one game, but, like, everyone was just so invested in it. And, like, it was almost, like, everyone was so excited, but everyone was almost, like, relieved as well when, mm. when we won. Like, it was, like, a really cool, just, like, yeah. It, yeah, it's hard to describe, but it was, it was pretty special to be a part of. And, like, obviously celebrating in a resort in the West Indies is yeah. pretty fun too. So Yeah, I've um, heard that was quite the celebration. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, very fun. Not many people actually make their debut for the Big Bash 
uh, or their Big Bash club after being a part of a winning T20 World Cup squad. How was it being able to get out there for the Renegades with Mado, of course, um, but <laughs> after you've played cricket for Australia, then pulling on a Renegade shirt finally? Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, I didn't really think, like, I didn't really realise until it kind of all happened, but it was literally just, like, timing and stuff. Like, for some reason, I'd always find a way to get injured just before, like, the big bash mm-hmm. season or something would come about. But it was really cool because I'd kind of been with the Renegades for oh, probably, like, three seasons at that point, I reckon, and, and still, like, hadn't been available to play. Um, and so, yeah, to get my cap was really cool. But it was it was weird because, I like, I already felt like – such a big like a big part of it. Like I think that was one of the really cool things about the gate um the renegades and it's still yeah. like that now is like there's you just feel like it's like I don't know, you just feel I don't know how to describe it. It's really hard, but it's like even running drinks and stuff, like I felt like such a big part of it. Um so to actually get to get out there with the girls was was really cool. And Strano gave me my cap again for that, which was really yeah, nice. I love um, that. yeah, I still remember it was like down at the nets and stuff. Um yeah, it was cool. I reckon we played like the Thunder at, at Junction. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was running drinks because yeah. you were taking poles. I had to run out heaps. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even. I can't remember what happened that day, but um, yeah, it was good fun. It was really cool. Love that. Did we ever? Was that was that one of like Alex Blackwell's last games? That? that was her first game of her last season. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was one of those like, yeah. festival weekends at Junction or something. Yeah, oh, it kicked off that, that, that year. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I remember. You always you you. I of remember course everything. She remembers every game. Yeah. <laughs> Tays are cricket nothing. Yeah, girl. No, no, I don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> well, not long after a successful WBBL and, and your first one at that, you're on the pl- on the plane to a away Ashes series with a, a baggy green up for grabs. Had that always sort of been a goal, and sort of run us through the difference in your preparations for a Test match and and how it felt sort of being able to to run out there with a bag of green. And did it fit the low po? <laughs> I feel like I was ahead of the ahead of the game with the low po. Yeah. It worked perfectly. The girls were spending like 20 minutes in the changes before the game, like trying to figure out how they're going to wear their hair. Had no issue. You just go, no issue at all. Just straight on, <laughs> straight out there, no worries. Um, no, nah, that was actually, that was, really, that was a really special day. Like, I know, it's kind of weird. Like, I suppose I never, like, grew up. Like, I grew up watching, like, cricket all the time, like, um, it was always the test matches were on all the time on TV. Um, like Boxing Day, like literally every test, we'd be get home from school, sit and watch the test for the day. Um, and I loved it. But like, I just never, I suppose like in the same way, I never like really thought cricket, I'd, like I could play cricket. Like I never really thought about, you know, being able to play a test match for Australia. Cause I just yeah. never really considered it as like something I could do. And um, yeah, so I think like once I started to play and stuff and like the opportunity to to get one like it was like it was pretty special and um Mitch Duff was in my cap as well which was cool yeah. um flex yeah that was pretty cool That's I'm still giving the most awkward hug ever <laughs> gave me so much shit for it but like he's so tall and I was so nervous and it was just like did you go oh, the low literally or did you go the I cross what I did it's like blank from my memory honestly but like the girls gave me so much shit for it but um yeah it was really cool and then like Soph got her cap as well that day and Ash Gardner as well I remember. And I remember all the Aussie, yeah, all the Aussie girls were there um, on the other side of the fence as well, which was really cool. Um, obviously, like you, so you were there, and then um, Dooley giving yeah, a like, stick from the fence again, or yeah, probably. <laughs> and like, um, yeah, it was really cool. Um, and then yeah, I, did, I bowled pretty average. To be fair, I was so nervous. Um, but that, yeah, we like I bowled maybe like ten overs for the whole game because we just batted for like three days. Beat up. How good's um, that? 
Yeah, literally, because we batted first, which I was, like, devastated about because, like, with the Tuscan Bowl yeah. always. Um, and literally, and I remember seeing Ben lunch. Sawyer. Exactly. I'm exactly. always a bowl first kind of gal. Yeah, get the nerves out of the way, then you can just chill for the arvo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I remember, like, sitting with Benny Sawyer for, like, three, like, literally two and a half days, just being, like, it's almost my turn to have a bowl. <laughs> every morning I'd wake up and be like, I wonder if today's the day. Um, but yeah, it was it was really good fun. Really good fun. So the nickname the Don gets thrown around during a net session that uh that you're usually involved in. How did that come about? Oh, I don't even know. Like I feel like I it was know. from our our innings. From, it's pro- from it NPS. might have been, to be fair. It might because- have been. It's at the scene, I'm an awful bat. Like awful. No, no, like you've got not. a good front yeah. defense. I am. She's the most solid batter you've ever seen. <laughs> Number eleven you've ever seen. Um, yeah, it actually might have been. Hey, it's like I but now it's such a thing. It's such an awkward thing now because like it's gone across to every team I play in. Like it just follows me. <laughs> the dog. So like if I'm having yeah, it's because like so I'm not very good, but I love it. Like absolutely love it. Like you can't get me out of a net. So like if I'm hitting. Like, I'll, I'll probably, like, you know, play and miss a couple. Like, it, it even happened the other day, Mado, up in Brizzy at the training camp. Like, so many times. Like, I'll be playing and missing, like, playing awfully. And then I'll hit one good shot. And, like, someone four nets over and just yell, oh, the dog, the dog. And then it's, like, so awkward. So I'll just do, like, a little bat wave at him and just be like, yeah, like, I'm here. And then just, like, keep batting. It's so weird. Um, but it's funny. No, I reckon it. I reckon it did come about when we we're at NPS because of your your innings that saved the day against Queensland. Talk us through that. Oh no! So just I was batting at six, which is just outrageous. <laughs> Altitude six. Altitude six. Yeah, I literally was dizzy. Like we had um because it was NPS and they picked like they wanted to obviously develop like fast bowlers. They needed some fast bowlers at the time. So they, I reckon in our squad of uh, a team of eleven, there was like eight fast bowlers, a yeah. wicket keeper, and a batter. Yeah, or no, two bat- like it was genuine. Yeah. So like I'm batting it, like I'm I batted eleven. I was batting at six because like we had no batters, <laughs> and so we used to lose every game. And this game, I don't know what happened, but some of them hit the middle, like got a lot of edges through third. Just looking um, solid. Yeah. And then Mado was down the other end playing like ramps and stuff. <laughs> um, and then I remember Piper Cleary come out and hit a six to win the game and we celebrated, oh. honestly. It was like a pre-season game and we celebrated so hard. It was it was great. Yeah, maybe it come from that. I don't know. But it follows yeah. me around. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that you were like the person the net's like four, four nets down always is the one to bring it up. Like it's not even someone in your net. Like I reckon yeah. it's been sessions and like you get a bit of like a whipper, like a what's it called like a neck snatch whiplash from it yeah because you're like the don and you're like oh there it is again and i feel like it always yeah, it's like where is she annabelle sutherland's mouth like i've heard it so many yeah. times she's yeah, a culprit so- like she loves it and speaking of the don yeah. she's probably a more um i mean yeah, she's probably more fitting but like um <laughs> it's yeah it's a, it's a funny thing because you'll be in a net session and you're all serious and then it like flicks you out of serious mode because you're like oh, yeah <laughs> here it is bad. again <laughs> yeah literally yeah, speaking of um serious and uh facts or not there was a t20 international that you played in uh against india at metropon stadium and the speedo came up with uh two of your de- deliveries to shafali verma clocking 140 kilometers an hour you fired up like what happened <laughs> no, I, just took a, I just took a couple of steps back and running a bit harder and 
um, funny what happens. Really? Nah, ah. No. That was so funny. I was, like, having so many interviews and, like, just random, like, obviously, like, post games and stuff, like, in media. And they were all, like, genuinely convinced that it happened. And I was like, I don't know if they're joking or yeah. serious. Like, I've gone from bowling, like, 115 every ball to two at 145. Like, I'm not a superhero. Like, I'm no, a superhero. I, I think, like, give yourself credit. I'm pretty sure you were clocking uh, around 122 to 125. So still bloody quick. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't 145. It was pretty funny, though. Um, yeah. Claim it. Are you claiming it? <laughs> I mean, it was on me, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how they do get a um, how they do get a whiff of of um, the speedo and yeah, and they love it. They do. yeah, yeah. They I reckon do. I reckon take it and run with it, Tay. Yeah, I might as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the Australian side is a major part of your support system, and every time that you've had a hurdle, they're always with you along the way. Um, how important has that been for your journey? Yeah, like massive. It's like hard to actually like kind of put into words. I suppose like how important they've been, like in the journey, especially especially probably like this last this last like or oh, like 16, 18 months now. Like they've been yeah next level. Like from day one. Um, like everyone at CA has been incredible. Like, um, they're always in contact, but like never over the top either. And they're never like, like they put absolutely zero pressure on me whatsoever. Like, literally the first three months, they were like, do whatever you want. Like, yeah. no, there was literally, and like, still to this day, they're like, if you don't make it over England, like, there's another series the next one. There's another one mm. the next. Like, there's just never any pressure to rush through anything or get anything done. Um, and still, like, through the whole thing, um, or, yeah, through the whole, like, last couple of years, they're always so um, positive in, like, that they see a role for me in the future and, like, they, they still want to back me and they still want to um, put faith in me, which is it's massive considering, like, kind of, or, or what would you say earlier, I've played, like, 18 games probably across, like, five years. Um, so, like, that's, like, for them to have that much faith in me, um, yeah, it gives, it's it's really, like, it's really nice, I suppose, and it's a good feeling. Um, but then equally, like, on as well as like cricket Australia, like cricket Victoria has been incredible. Um, like especially like our physio and FNC at the moment, like um, it's actually hard to describe how good they are. Like they're yeah. next level um, and like just would literally do anything um, to get me back on the path. Like I bowled the other day um, for the first time, just some batters and like our physio, um, <laughs> he's, he's great. He's like standing at like top of my mark, basically just off to the side um, fielding with just like watching or whatever. And I'd bowl the ball and I'd turn around and like have a smile on my face. And I was like, it would be, I would just be like naturally smiling because I was just so often about yeah. And then, but then like I'd catch myself smiling and then it'd be like, oh, like maybe I shouldn't <laughs> So I'd like try and like mask it, but he'd catch me. And then we'd both just be like smiling at each other, uh, like giggling so and stuff. Nice. And then like keep bowling. But like they're so invested in it. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And like they, they both compliment, compliment each other so well. Like our video on SNC, like, so I'll give you an example. So <laughs> the first time I had to do a running session, it was like skipping and I had to skip and run in a straight line. And like, so it was like say 20 meters that I had to yeah. skip yeah. while like running. And I was, I hadn't done it before. I hadn't hardly run. Like I was so unco and I just could not do it. Like I'd get like three skips in and I'd trip or I'd get like two in and I'd trip. And I was getting so angry. I was like, I was like flicking the rope on the ground and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't even run anymore. Like this stuff. Um and Jono like because he's just like he was just trying to pump me up. He's yeah. Like, no, Tay, like you know this next one you're gonna get it. Like don't stress. Like or next session you'll get it. No one gets it the first time. Right, right. Yeah. And I'd walk back and goon. Um, 
physio would be at the other end and he'd be like, why hit the rope tape? <laughs> just, just don't hit it. Like, seriously. And I'm like, like, they're just like so good. Like I definitely wouldn't have got through it without them. So, um, yeah, I've been really, really lucky with like everyone around me. Yeah. And not only the support staff, I mean, the team as well. Like, yeah, there's such a, a tight knit group and, you know, both of us have, have been injured and we always rely on our teammates to, to support us. And it, it must be really nice oh, yeah. to know that you're surrounded by so many um, girls who are still, who always back you. Yeah. hundred percent. And like having um, Wolf and Soap, obviously don't want other people in rehab, but yeah. they were in rehab for a long part of it as well. So we kind of had a bit of a, a bit of a, um, yeah, rehab crew going at, at that point and um yeah it was good like we always just like everyone had just been different phases at different times like like wolf would be having a shit one and then me and so <laughs> up and about one day and then like it would be reversed so um yeah we all kind of like picked each other up which is really nice yeah that's awesome you then obviously have had to spend some time away from cricket but how does taylor the person enjoy her time away from cricket and you know it doesn't have to mean the falling off the road bikes the, <laughs> the positive side of things and <laughs> <laughs> oh. apart from falling off bikes what do you get up to outside of cricket <laughs> oh i'm still traumatized by that day i thought oh. so um to make you feel a little bit better i got a road bike and had to get some cleats and i've got permanent scars oh, from yeah. the i think four times now i've fallen off just forgetting to unclip <laughs> it's so bad honestly I, no i was gonna say i, can't, I didn't even i wasn't even wearing cleats if that oh, makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, once I was in, yeah, I was in cleats and I had a bit of a stack and like I was riding with like two other people like Burnsy and Jono actually in the hub. Yeah. And I got the most, like such a gnarly graze, like on my hands were bleeding. My I got a graze on my belly and like all down my calf and I was just covered in blood, but I was so embarrassed. I just got up and I was like, I was in so much pain. I was like, all right, let's keep going. <laughs> and, um, it's funny how quickly you bounce off the ground. Oh, it's so funny. And then I was going along and my handlebars were like bent and I was like trying to straighten them up. And we like rode through these parklands and the sprinkler was on and the sprinkler sprayed my leg. And I was like, oh my God, that's poo water. Like the water's just gone straight into my cut. And I was so stressed. I was going to go back, oh. have these, have these, freaking scars and then also get gastro from like getting poo water in my leg because I just I don't know. through your leg sorry yeah. no, like you know how they use um recycled water and and sometimes it, it's not quite clean anyway that that was what was going yeah. through but yeah no stacking no, up road bikes is never fun but um back to you Tate. No. sorry <laughs> no um what I, I don't know what I've been doing to be honest like I've just been doing a bit of study um just like getting a few subjects out of the road, I suppose. You're doing physio? Um, it's actually been, well, kind of. Oh, okay. I, I, I still, I still want to do physio. Like okay. when I finished playing cricket, I'd love to do physio. Um, but it's, it's obviously really hard, like when I'm traveling and stuff to actually be able to go to classes and that. So I'm doing like an online. I'm always free. Like, medical. You need a little cough, cough <laughs> test. You need like, yeah. I don't think my hands would be strong enough to get three cars. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my girl. <laughs> She'll clip that one up. Oh, I'll be clipping that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, so it's like an online course um, so I can do it all and then um, it kind of streamlines physio and makes it like just doing a two-year's master's instead of having the kind of stuff and stuff. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, I've just been kind of grinding away at that. Um, I've been spending a fair bit of time at home, which has actually been really nice. Um, just spending time with friends and, like, getting to do it frequently has been really cool. Like, um, I've got, like, a good group of school friends. I still catch up with every time I go home, but 
like with having so much been away so much and traveling so much it's like I'd see him once every three months and I'd rock up and like I'd have no idea what the conversation was about or like who all these new people that I was yeah. talking to were and I was like I got no idea what's happening um so it's been kind of nice just to be there like every weekend and like actually like know what's happening and like yeah. can actually like <laughs> engage a little bit more and stuff which has been really cool um apart from that just coffees bulk coffees <laughs> We swimming. We got back into swimming for a bit there. Um, oh yeah. And then it went way too hard too early. Ooh. And then I like went so hard. Like early days, I, like I couldn't like really walk or anything. So yeah, I used to get on the crutches. I couldn't drive, so I used to get on the crutches down to the swimming pool, which was like you need to get a scooter. Get a scooter. I did. I did. Oh, no, I got one of those ones where you put your knees up on. You know, like the real old ones. <laughs> 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 because otherwise, I Wait, could go it to electric? the supermarket. Was it electric? No, I had to push it with my other Oh, okay. Leg. Well, like to the pools yeah, downhill, yeah. so that's all right. Yeah, like and it was so handy for the supermarket because I put my basket on the like handlebars <laughs> and then just like You're ready for scoot around. Everyone, cricket life. Damn, You've already ready. experienced it. I know. <laughs> Literally everyone used to like look at me so and so weirdly and just be like scooting around. Skids around the basket. corners. Yeah, literally, I was so embarrassed. I literally just had my head down and just like in and out. Like because I had to get like four on. or five things because otherwise it was too heavy. <laughs> I just scoot around real quick, get home. Oh. Um, but yeah, I swam like heaps early days and then um, lost interest in that. Um, but yeah, that's about it, really. So a few holidays. Oh, nice. You um, you spent some time with the ballet last year, recovering from that stressy in your foot. Um, how was that? And was that a, a new challenge? Yeah, that was like that was really cool. Um. I'd still probably like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, honestly don't know if I would have been like back to playing and stuff if I didn't like go do yeah. that. Like, um, it's kind. Of, it, I don't know. It's weird, hard to explain, but like, um, I just like I just couldn't do rehab. Like, it was so weird. Like, I just like <laughs> I just genuinely couldn't do it. Like, like you I'd just you, like you just couldn't like as in you just couldn't be to do I, it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, well, like that, but like also a combo of like I just genuinely couldn't. Like, I would get in the car. Like, because I couldn't drive really. So, like, Wilford would drive me in and they'd be doing their rehab and stuff. And I'd be like, yeah. right, today's the day. Like, I'm going to do it. And then I'd get in there and I just, like, no part of me could actually do it. I'd just, yeah. and I'd just leave three hours later and achieve nothing. So, um, the CA physio actually, like, organized it. It was probably, like, a little intervention. Um, but <laughs> they all corner you on the street. Literally, the they're like, you will do this rehab <laughs> somehow. Um, but she knew the uh, ballet physio really well um who's like next level um good like she's like goes over to Italy and Paris and stuff oh. and runs like foot and ankle conventions and stuff and she she knew her really well so um yeah she just like asked if I could go in and train with them for a bit so and then I went in a couple of times and absolutely loved it so from I reckon for about three to four months I literally only went into ballet and didn't go to cricket for like kind of four months and um it was just really cool because like obviously ballet is very like there's a lot of stress that goes through your feet and ankles and you have to have like really strong calves and stuff. Um, so their kind of gym sessions were the same thing I was doing for rehab. So yeah. like going in there, like there was no cricket whatsoever. Like I didn't mm. have to like talk to people about anything or like see cricket going on or like anything like that. Like I literally just go in there, talk to like these ballet people who like yeah. that they were just be such a random chat and it was great. Um, <laughs> Was it a little bit awkward to start or was the... Oh, so awkward to start. Because, like, like, they... Because obviously, like, very different, um, like, personalities as well. Like, 
like they didn't like they know nothing about cricket like so like I, I feel like I've told this like probably this story before but literally first day I went in I was so nervous like so nervous and I'm doing like calf like raises or something with their SNC um and these girls come in and they were like trying to make me feel welcome and like chatting to me and stuff and they were like oh like are you a batter or a bowler and I was like oh here we go like, <laughs> anyway, I think I know a bit of cricket and then I was like oh I'm a bowler um but then like just recently in the series beforehand I got a um, promotion to number 10 yeah and so I thought like they, they, I thought they knew like a little bit because I'd said batter or bowler so I'm like oh like I I bat like I bat it at um 11 but like recently got a little cheeky promo to number 10 thinking just trying to like you know break the ass a bit like that's so good yeah and they go oh my god that is amazing (laughs) what is there like 20 girls and I was like oh no okay (laughs) like no cricket chat from now on I love the support though like the way that they were just like oh my god yes girl go you literally energy you want to be around me up yeah exactly (laughs) Um, yeah, so from that point on, like, there was, like, yeah, no cricket chat. It was just, like, I'd ask them about their touring and stuff. And, yeah, it was really cool. Um, and they were, like, amazing to me. Like, they have a rehab SNC in there. And I'd just go in there and have one-on-one sessions with him for, like, two hours a day and just do calf raises and, like, Pilates stuff. Um, yeah, and just, yeah, basically there was another guy in there at the time that had was, was coming back from, like, serious ankle injury. So we'd just, like, do rehab together. Yeah um yeah it was really nice and like they had zero well like they kind of like obviously they wanted me to get back to play cricket but they had no like vested interest in that either which which was a really nice thing because Mm. like our goals were literally like you know um hopefully in three weeks you can walk down and get a coffee and then like walk home and carry your coffee like that was the chair goal for like a month which was nice because it was like even if you had the same goal at cricket when you're still around cricket all the time yeah it, it you just feel so far away from that. Whereas in the ballet, like I didn't feel far away from going to ballet class because I had no interest. Yeah. Um, so I could just go and watch that and just appreciate it for it being cool without any of the, you know, like cricket, like that, you know, I'm so far away from it or I'm so out of it kind of feeling, which was really nice. Um, and yeah, I'm still going there now. Like I'll go in there once a week and do some like maintenance Pilates stuff and catch up with everyone and that, which is, which is really cool. That's cool. So, so what did a te- typical kind of session look like? Like, was it like you mentioned a lot of calf work and Pilates? Is that sort of what the majority of the rehab was, or like what what was it like? What was a typical week going into the ballet and, and training with them like? So I do like um, so they they do like a like a prehab type like what we would consider prehab before their daily class every morning, which is like on the reformers getting like all their feet work going and like doing jumps. Um, and that kind of thing with like less body, like less than their body weight and stuff, yeah. obviously. So I'd, I'd kind of join in with that um, for a bit, which was sort of like half an hour. So it would literally just be heaps of calf raises on the reformer, um, jump, some jumping stuff once I got like progressed to that point. Um, and then kind of just like alternate between doing like heaps of Pilates-based stuff for like my glutes and hips and back um, and that kind of thing. Um, and then like alternate with doing some other strength activities as well on, on the other days. Um and then, yeah, we got, like, they, they have bikes in there. Um, so we, we do a couple of bike sessions with some of the girls. Um, we tried to do a boxing session one day. That, <laughs> that, that wasn't so good. Um, what happened? No, we just, like, we were both very unco and, like, trying to do, <laughs> you know, when you're trying to, like, do compost and stuff, it was just a nightmare. Um, but, yeah, it was it's really cool. And then, like, they were also, like, I'd go in and watch their classes and stuff um, sometimes and, 
it's just like I just like the girls like joke about it and take the piss out of me for it. But I literally sat there with like my like mouth open, just like, yeah. in shock. Oh, I could imagine. Like the way they jump and land and like the strength they've got, it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah you were saying that yeah. um, their schedule is like pretty hectic. Like mm. they're constantly training for shows. Like they're in there from bloody crack of dawn till dinner time. Yeah, they're like ten till ten basically every day except yeah. Sundays. That's so, so I used to feel awful. I know. Because I'd be in there for like two hours, finish my training. <laughs> See and then they'd be like, oh, literally, they'd be like, what are you going to for the rest of the day? And I was like, oh, Netflix, maybe. And then I'd be like, oh, I feel so bad. Like, literally, they haven't even started their day yet. And I'm done. Like, wow. Um, yeah, they, 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 they were crazy hard. It's so good, though, that, like, yeah, I guess you spoke about the moment of not, you know, not finding the energy to be able to do rehab. And um, it's really great that, yeah, see, I didn't push you into doing that because, you know, that leads to burnout and, you know, not enjoying being around cricket anymore. So it's really cool that they were able to sort of, yeah, let you do something different. And by the sounds of it, it sounded bloody good. And, yeah, as you mentioned, you might not have been back on the park had you have not um, gone with the bellow. So super cool. Unreal experience. Yeah, it was sharing really that. Good. Is there sort of – anything from that that you're going to bring into your everyday sort of like prehab for cricket? Is there um, sides of like are you going to get on a reformer Great for question. a game or? <laughs> oh, well, they would love me to. Um, yeah, I still like I still go in every day and like before I train and stuff now and do like my reformer stuff and um, well, like there's a couple of different exercises that I like, kind of start through before I go into like running and bowling and that kind of thing. But, yeah, I definitely learned a lot of different like little things. Um, probably the main one was just like to slow down a bit. Like I like everything I do is like a hundred miles an hour. Has yeah. to be fast. Has to be like I can't just fiery. Like, one hundred forty-five count an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be <laughs> exact, like, literally, it's like all or nothing. <laughs> um, which always got me in trouble with my bowling as well because like I couldn't just you know go to a net session and bowl thirty-six balls at like high intensity but without like just going next level like I'd have to run in and bowl every bowl at like 150 percent like um so that's yeah definitely something I've learned it's like how to just like control myself a little bit better and um just do just, just do things slower um less powerfully I used to get in trouble for that all the time at the ballet like I'd get on the reformer and just start like pumping out <laughs> and like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah like lots of little things like that that I'll definitely carry through with me yeah. awesome the I guess the transition back to cricket has started happening and you found yourself back at the the state land to do she some. She's back, baby. To, yeah, to do <laughs> back into rehab but also Fine back enough. around the squads and, um, yeah, the exciting part in sort of transitioning back to playing. And, you know, you're about to get on the plane to, to England for a, an Ashes tour with Australia A and, and many people, including us, are pretty stoked to, to see you back. How has it sort of felt? getting back into preparation and, and let alone preparation for a tour, it's a little bit different to just starting the season. How are you, how are you feeling? How are you excited to get on the plane really? Yeah. So excited. Um, like probably another statement. Um, yeah. I, like, yeah, I think like get, getting back into it all, like uh, I've done a few, like made a few technical changes and stuff, which um, was quite a tedious, like long process, but it's, it's been really rewarding like the last couple of sessions, like getting out there and, um, you know, getting like back to near, like near max and, and still being able to maintain that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's been a really nice feeling, but um, yeah, I was like for the last little bit, like I've been trying not to get like too excited about it in case it didn't like, you know, it didn't happen. And 
I would have been pretty shattered, but um, now we're getting closer. Yeah, I'm getting very excited. I just keep picturing like rolling out for that one of those T20 games in, in Loughborough and um, yeah, going to be at the top of my mark and letting the ball go. And, and uh, sending it yeah, at some ribs. Like, makes me, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so, like, it makes me so excited. So um, I'm counting down the days, like quite literally counting down the days. Um, yeah, I just want it, like, I just want it to be, I just want to get over there now, which should be cool, but. So we've got like what, like three weeks probably. So um, got a couple more sessions in me to to get it from sort of. I'm kind of at about eighty percent now, um, eighty eighty five. So we're trying to just like slowly get it up to that hundred mark, and then still probably got it like two or three sessions once we get over to England as well, just to to you know get some final touches in there, I suppose. But yeah, I'm so excited. You mentioned that you had to make a few technical changes. What was the process like leading up to getting ready for this tour um, in that kind of space? Yeah, so, um, yeah, like one of the things we addressed when obviously my foot went again was that, um, like, obviously the first time something happens, it's, you know, it's hard to pinpoint why. It's kind of a bit of a, a guessing game as to, like, the reasons for it and stuff. But when it happened again, we kind of, or well, like, CA um, specifically took, like, they went pretty, dived pretty hard into like trying to figure it all out and um, got some biomechanists and stuff involved. And um, did you get the like all the that. sticky dots on and do the? No, because I like I'm, I'm, yeah, I need to now. But um, no, nah, it was like just like more going back through footage and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the way my back foot landed was like putting heaps of extra force through through that bone in my foot that um obviously couldn't handle. So um, Scotty Preswich led the charge on that and um yeah like, King kind of put together a. He's so good. Oh, um, he's great. And it, yeah, he put together like a program that was, it was basically a, I think it was like a six month, 24 week reload um, to try and, yeah, relearn, Damn. relearn like a new, yeah, well, like I, I thought the same thing when I saw it, I was like, well, it's like such a long time. But when you think about it, like it's relearning something that you've kind of done that way mm. ever since I bowled the concrete in the backyard, I suppose. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, like rolling to the concrete. Yeah, (laughs) literally. Literally, it's probably why. No, but it was really cool. And like, we have um, Simon Mackin is um, the new bowling coach in in Victoria. So he literally, me and him, would go to the indoor nets like three times a week and set up our boxes and just like do like walking to the crease basically for like three months. Um, And so now I'd like to see it progress into the point that like it's it's just really rewarding. And um, yeah, it's it's like just a really cool feeling that because I was pretty like I was. I was key, I knew I kind of had to do it, but I was pretty like nervous about the fact that whether I could do it and then also whether obviously like I'm very half mobile and things go everywhere. So I was like whether I could control it and, and that kind of thing um, I was pretty nervous about. So now to actually be able to like kind of back to near max and still being able to maintain yeah. it, it's a pretty nice feeling. Being given a pretty decent timeline to return, like, yeah, I guess a, a six-month reload, how do you sort of process that and like what are your – yeah, how do you how do you sort of get through that? Like, do you break it down into small goals? Like, how do you take a big chunk and something that's seen as quite a long time in in yeah a season of sport, um, and break it down and get through it as easy as you you did? I don't know. It's such a it's it's, it's a weird one. Like, I've obviously like I've had some practice at it. I think to be fair, like it just yeah, just rocking up and doing it. I suppose, but um, I think like. I've always been quite motivated by like or needed a series or something like an endpoint to motivate me to to get back to play. So like in the past, it's always been you know like this is a four five month injury like 
the closest to is this, like let's do everything we can to get mm-hmm. to this. And then I've always worked backwards. So I've always been like, all right, say for this Ashes tour, I'd be like, all right, the Ashes is then. In order to do that, we have to get this by, we have to be at this point by then, this point by then. And so it's always put like a heap of pressure on me to to tick off targets and get every session done and do every session perfectly and that kind of thing. Whereas this time around, we kind of reversed it and we just never put an endpoint on it. And it was just literally like, whenever it happens, it happens. And so for instance, like I got, I'd get like, three weeks in and I'd just be having a stinker. And so they'd mm. be like, just go home and we'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. And like previously I would never be able to do that because I would be like, if I don't do it today, then, you know, next week stuffed up and then, like, you know, that took a while like rah, rah. Um, So I think that the way we approached it was really helpful because it was kind of just took a lot of the pressure off um, having to be perfect all the time and like having to tick off every session and not be able to have a week off if I needed or like that kind of thing, um, which really helped. Um but then as well, like, I think just like I got a little bit addicted to the process, which was kind of cool. Mm. Like, um, like once I kind of started it, it was like, all right, like bowling off two steps was fun for two sessions and now I'm bored of it. So I'm like, now I'm really excited to bowl a four step. Yeah. So it kind of was just like a gradual like process like that as well. And then, you know, you get to like your half run and then you'd be like, whoa, like this feels, this is like, mm. feels like I'm actually bowling now. Like, I'm like, really and then it'd be like, oh, imagine she's like, oh, imagine what it'd feel like if I'm running off a full run. So then you just like keep doing sessions because it's like, oh, I'm getting closer and closer yeah. kind of thing. So, um, and then, yeah, before we knew it, it's kind of like, all right, now we've got to plan for a series. Um, so, yeah, I think like that's been really helpful. And then just the coaches and stuff, they've been, like, yeah, without them, I yeah, probably wouldn't have done half the sessions to be fair. Um, but, yeah, not that I answered the question very well. but no, I like that. I really like your yeah your thoughts on like just slowing things down and not not putting that pressure on yourself because I think yeah it's kind of sometimes creates a bit of this expectation and then you start getting stressed and as you said if you have a bit of a stinker then instantly you think oh damn it like I'm already behind whereas you know if you're slowing it down enjoying the process then you're just sort of on the journey of just getting better bouncing forward as Hen likes to say we don't bounce um, back we bounce forward we bounce forward but (laughs) yeah even just like even just from like, yeah, I guess like a physical point of view, like rushing back from injury is something that you probably don't want to be doing anyway. Like it's yeah, most likely to, to re-injure as well. So just taking, taking the time and just going about, you know, how you're feeling day to day, I think is really smart way to train. And um, it's a process that I hope is, yeah. A successful one for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm so excited. Same. Um, any <laughs> any European holidays planned for uh post tour coming? Oh, well, no, but my family's actually coming over as well, which is going to be really Are cool. They? Um, so I was a bit yeah, I was a bit nervous about that because I was like, you know, do you want to book the flights and stuff, and then be like, all right, see you later. I'm not actually coming on this tour anymore, oh. but um, yeah, have a good time over there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but they've um they've got some stuff planned afterwards over in Europe and stuff. And my brother, as I said before, he's over in England, so they're going to catch up with him and that. Um, so I didn't want to book anything because I was like, I don't want to, you know, be shattered about not going on the tour, and then also shattered about not getting to go to Europe as well. So um, I'm book just gonna, I'm, I'm just up in the air at the moment. I'm up no. in the air. I'm just gonna like get through a couple of games and then change my flight potentially is the plan. Um, okay. Just kind of yeah. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm just change playing it like you know day by day at the moment. Just. Yeah, literally. Now, um, the listeners have obviously seen different sides to Taylor during this sort of episode and the the parts we get to see, which is why we want this podcast to be 
what it is in terms of showing that, you know, what it's actually like as a professional athlete. But, you know, what what's the next year look like for Tave Lamech? And I know you're one that speaks about the process and doesn't want to look too far ahead, but what are you most excited for in the next year? Obviously this tour coming up, but um, yeah, what are, you, what are you looking forward to? Hitting that laughing bike. Um, <laughs> yeah, consistently. Um, <laughs> no, I think like <laughs> so far, like I've kind of just um, – thought about if I can, you know, get through this this tour, get these games done, um, kind of get home from that and and then look forward to to prepping for a season really. Um hopefully like um my goal like you know, gotta be realistic as well, but like my goal is hopefully to get through the season. Um get through to the off season unscathed would be would be really nice. Um and yeah, like just kind of I'll probably be a little bit more like pick and pick and choose. I like, probably won't play overdo it and overtrain and bowl too many overs and that kind of thing. And um, yeah, just hopefully get some like rhythm and consistency back. Um, and just, yeah, just feel comfortable back out there, I think would be really nice, but um, yeah, hopefully get a little bit of success along the way as well. Man, I can't wait till you put the green and gold back on and just absolutely terrorize. Oh. The <laughs> <laughs> I want to oh, see so some excited. body shots. <laughs> we'll have to get you back hopefully on. We'll yeah. Bowl with me, Jen, mate. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. No, we'll um, we'll be taking the podcast. I'll take, I'll take downwind, please. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take. You should take the end with the uneven ground. You're used to it, but <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, we'll be taking the podcast over in England. So hopefully, you can join me if you for a few game recaps. We'll have uh, have you on as a co-host, but um. We might let you let you go, have the rest of your Arvo off, but thanks so much for joining us, Tay. And, um, yeah, I bloody enjoyed that, and I hope the listeners do too because, yeah, it was such a great insight. So thanks for coming on. Thank you, guys. You're absolutely killing it. So (laughs) go, you gals. Thanks. Thanks, boy. All right. Well, I'll let you go. (laughs) See ya.